Hello, and welcome to the Betches Up Podcast. I'm Sammy Fishbein. I'm Brian Russell Smith. Today we're talking about the Mueller report. Of course, we're also talking about the People's Vote March in London. And Pete Buttigieg. Betches Media presents. I like beer. I don't know if you do. Okay. Do you like beer, Senator, or not? Uh, my party is going bet crazy. Ah! You're the pop- Alternative facts. Oh, goodness. The Betches Sup Podcast. America! So, guys, the Mueller report. It's mm-hmm. out. We haven't read it. But before we start this podcast, we have some amazing news. Or not amazing if you aren't, like, really quick. Amazing for us. Maybe not for you if you feel left out because yeah. of us. Our live podcast show already sold out. We didn't even mm-hmm. promote it on Instagram, and it sold out immediately. Um, so if you didn't, weren't able to get tickets, we're considering doing another show in May. Mm-hmm. And just now you know, you got you to gotta get on the tickets immediately they if you want to get fast. them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, Brian. Yes. What's getting you through this week in Trump's America? Well, uh, what's getting me through the week in Trump's America is actually happening not in America. Uh, over the weekend, there were anti-Brexit protesters in London. Um, they were calling it the People's Vote March. And uh, estimations have it about as one million people were in the protest. Meaning they don't want Brexit to happen. Yeah, they don't. They want to have another referendum. Um, they don't feel like the UK should or Britain should be leaving the EU. You know, because a lot of people felt that, you know, the the pro-Brexit people were feeding them propaganda and they were stoking fear and racism and they were misled into voting for to leave the European Union. Right. I mean, I remember people were voting for Brexit as like a joke because mm-hmm. they didn't understand. And I mean, if you, I listened to Gaslit Nation, which is Sarah Kenzier and Andrea Chulipa's podcast, and yeah. they did a whole episode on how Brexit and Trump getting elected yeah. was essentially the same manipulation by the Russians who want to break up the Western alliance. Yeah. And I mean, this was a really smart move for them to do because now you have basically just this like, shit show tornado of a political situation in England and that's like or in Britain and that's one of the most most important pillars of the NATO alliance and so this also comes after 4 million people uh, signed an electronic petition in favor of revoking article 50 which is the act that formally triggered the Brexit process Um, Theresa May who is the current uh, current PM does not want to have a second referendum but they can't figure out, figure out what the F to do. <laughs> they can't well, well, they they don't don't know how a, to get out. They don't have a plan. Yeah. They don't have a plan for their economy to figure out their new trade deals. Yeah. The EU is not making it easier for them smartly because they don't want other countries to think that you can just leave and it's fine. Yeah. And then you also have like a lot of risks for, you know, you could reignite the the Irish Civil War. Like there's yeah. a lot of potential risks associated with this and it's going to hurt the country. I just wish that they could like, what we all need to be better at is admitting when we're wrong. Yeah. <laughs> like as a society. And yeah. I think that they just need to admit maybe they weren't correct in this first time and try and have a second vote. There's also like, they're also talking about the fact that like they don't vote for an, a, a candidate when, when people vote in Britain, they vote for a party and the party chooses their candidate. And so it's not really like that's not a democratic vote in the truest sense, you know? Right. I think there's also talks about going back to that kind of system over there. I don't know. I mean, that's a little scary if they're thinking about reforming their entire system when they're not even sure if they're in the EU or not. We kind of are too, you know, but not in like the sense of like the 
people are calling for the end of the electoral college you know it's people are calling for that that would be a smart idea i think that the electoral college was a really dumb fucking idea yeah it was just slave owners right right I feel like we should just sit, like look at our policies and the way we run things and like if something was created to help slave owners, mm-hmm. maybe we should consider consider changing that. Yeah. Um, I actually have some of my favorite signs from the march uh, that I printed out that I'll read to you. Um, Brit- one- Brits are so funny. <laughs> I know. There's a lot of references to like you, like EU. As, yeah. like, and so it'll be like Shantae, you stay, like like RuPaul. Yeah, that's really funny. Um, Theresa May, Shashay away. Uh, pulling out doesn't work. Just ask my dad. <laughs> <laughs> I hate crowds, but I hate Brexit more. This is like when Jerry Halloway overestimated her viability as a solo artist and left the Spice Girls. That is so <laughs> funny. <laughs> um, and then a very British one is I would really rather we didn't. That is so funny. <laughs> I wish that I felt like stating things like that could help me get anything it's like maybe we should right maybe not um let's not but sammy what about you what's getting you through this week in trump's america so this democratic we're gonna get to the Mueller report in a second i feel like i'm itching physically to talk about it um but this new candidate Pete Buttigieg, is really like doing something for me these days Mm -hmm. and there's something about him that i think is just really encouraging yeah as a democratic voter mm-hmm. um so for those of you who don't know pete mayor pete Buttigieg, aka mayor pete is the mayor of south bend indiana yes and he just surged into third place in a poll of the iowa caucus yeah it's crazy because he was like in january he was at like zero <laughs> yeah i mean his here's the thing he has a lot of thing cards stacked against him despite mm-hmm. his qualifications starting with the the fact that his name has the word but in it <laughs> and i don't mean to like sound shallow about this, Pete Buttigieg is also gay. Yeah. So, and from the Republican standpoint, they obviously, you know, conservatives have like the shittiest sense of humor in the world. Yeah. That's obviously going to be like their number one joke. I mean, I feel like if it is, they're going to seem like assholes. Do they care? I don't know. I, I mean, I think most people will sympathize with him if they come for him on that. I like on his sexuality. Think? I really do because it's like, it's not illegal. I, he's been he's been going around to to them they think yeah. it's illegal to God. Well, you know he's he actually has a really good counterpoint to it because he's actually super religious as well and can like like cite scripture like yeah. very easily. He's really smart. He's like, like super intelligent, and he's a veteran. Yeah, he's, of the Afghanistan uh, yeah. war. He's like he has more like military experience than you know than any president since george hw bush i love him he uh has more public service and political experience than the president and executive experience than mike uh mike pence do you think he will be able to count to essentially like overcome the sort of like regressive instincts that i would say a lot of this country has I do. I think. I think when people hear the way he will talk about it, because okay, so he was in South Carolina, I think, over the weekend, and he was talking about how his marriage has brought him closer to God in a sense, like, and he like cited scripture or whatever, and everyone like he got like a huge. It was like his biggest applause point. Great. Yeah. So I feel like if he is, and he's so like he's like you know he, what's that what's that word like code switching? Is that what it was? Uh, when you're like tra- changing the way you speak depending upon yeah. the room you're in yeah um i think he's really probably good at it because he was in the military and he knows how to speak to people who don't 
probably agree with what his like quote unquote lifestyle. <laughs> I agree. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I I hope that that middle party of the country, mm-hmm. like obviously liberals have no problem with it. Obviously, super religious conservatives will never be okay with it. Yeah. So like those those two parties are sort of like decided already mm. on him but there's that whole middle and i just wonder if the middle is able to like get past the bullshit and yep. see this guy for what he is which is super talented yeah. amazing candidate and potential leader for us yeah i so, think well it's also been interesting to see him on like in the past week beyond morning shows and shit because they're like not actually pressing him super hard on his marriage it's more about like they're talking about his policy and right. all that well, shit, his marriage which is, is what it is and like it's here's the thing it's like people either have a problem with it or they don't i don't think that i mean you know what maybe maybe he'll be able to present a really good impression for people that they'll be like you know what maybe i shouldn't be as bigoted as i am that's yeah. what i'm hoping will happen yeah we'll see but yeah. i'm really excited about him he raised six hundred thousand dollars in 24 hours after a national broadcast um in the middle of march and he's just like I think he's I think he's a great candidate. I think that he is substantive, he mm-hmm. is smart, he is rational and restrained and I think he just seems like the exact kind of guy you want leading things. Yeah. And I like that he's a mayor of a small town. Me too. I mean, it I think he gets that. I think that's where like, you know, the, the what I find appealing about Amy Klobuchar is that she has that small town relatability that yeah. pe- that gets people. Midwest. Right. Yeah. I think he's going to have that too, which is critical. Mm-hmm. So people to judge guys, keep Keeping a lookout for out. him. Yeah. Okay. Let's move on to the Mueller report. Yes. Ooh. So, I, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so on Friday at around 5 PM, it was announced that, Robert Mueller had concluded his investigation and had handed in his final report to Attorney General Bill Barr. Bill Barr said he would take the weekend to look over it and then would release a summarization of the report, which he did on Sunday, yesterday. Um, yeah. Let's let's just say something about Bill Barr. Before Bill Barr got confirmed to be the Attorney General, he wrote a 19-page memo about how, on principle or in principle, I don't know, I don't know. Uh, the president <laughs> cannot obstruct justice because if the president does something, it's essentially not illegal. Yeah. So that's who auditioned for vice for uh, attorney general. That's who got confirmed. And now he is the attorney general. And it seems that that is paying dividends because we have not seen the Mueller report. We've only seen this summary. And yes. do you want to hit the main points of the summary? So there's three. Yeah. So there's three. Yeah. The... In terms of obstruction of justice, Bill Barr said the investigation did not exonerate Trump, but also did not find enough evidence for a crime. But Barr then drew the conclusion of himself that he wouldn't probably pursue it. Um, they found no conspiracy, a.k.a. collusion with the ca- uh, with the campaign and Russia. Um, was that, What's the other point? Is that it? Um, no, those were the points. Yeah. I just made the third point. I just uh, was taking the second point on obstruction whether or not there's like evidence on both sides and Mueller did not draw a conclusion and yeah. the bar did draw a conclusion yeah so that's also questionable it's like why is bar drawing the conclusion and oh. also like what is he drawing it off of we don't know right so what sort of like freaks me out about this is that like we watched the trump campaign conspire to work with russia before like we watched it happen. Yeah. And to me, it's like they looked at all that evidence that was out in the open and they came to the conclusion that this was not a conspiracy. 
like why was Paul Manafort sending polling data to a Russian oligarch? Why yeah. was Don Jr. communicating via a an intermediary about meeting with the Russians to get dirt on Hillary Clinton? Why are why were there two over two hundred criminal counts brought against people associated with the Trump campaign? Yeah. In well, you know, so someone else, and, and, yeah, and why were seventeen Russian nationals indicted? Well, so why, that's like yeah. all these things. Like, why do all of our national security apparatuses believe that the Russians were trying to hack into the campaign? Like, how can all well, of this be the case when there's no mechanism to correct that? So it's like uh, the Russians did hack our elections, but the question was, did Trump help them do it? No, Trump doesn't know how to use a computer. So I guess it's like in terms of like, and now it's like, you know, because even like after the election, right, like right after Trump was being like, you know, they didn't do anything. The Russians didn't hack our election. It could have been some guy in his basement, guy in his basement like some fat guy. And, you know, now we at least have them getting to the point where, yes, they did hack our election they did try and influence our election which is a good thing and now it's like okay so now that we can just like say like yes we know that they did it how are we gonna work to make sure that it doesn't happen again and right well he's solve. denying that it happened but he's but okay so he's denied it but we, but there's been pushback on it and Maybe. he is he's like he, now he's even more like he, remember after Helsinki everyone blew up on him and then he had that press conference where he said they did do it it's like at least now he's kind of pushing that way I don't see that at all I see him calling it a total exoneration even though the one sentence we've seen from the Mueller report is that it is not a total exoneration well I'm not saying that but I'm saying we at least like it's it's not a question of if Russia did it we know that they did it now you know what I mean right I mean yeah, but that's not... No one's doing anything about that. That's what I'm saying. We need to do something about it. <laughs> I mean, to me, this is frightening because we see that this president is a threat to national security. You see how he cozies up to dictators, how he puts sanctions on and then blows them up, says that he's taking them off, how he sucks Kim Jong-un's dick, how he sucks Putin's dick. Like The way he's literally like so clearly a national security threat and yeah. that there and now he has this pr headline no collusion and that it's somewhat legitimized in the eyes of people who don't really know what's going on and it just it feels very scary to me that this is not going to be corrected and that we we believed that we were going to grow up in a country where foreign influence was like not allowed, where there's fairness, where there's equality, where there's not where there's no bigotry and that racism is punished and that there's someone there's something checking yeah but see, this the thing corruption is, and it just feels like nope that's not the world we're gonna get that unless we do something about it but it doesn't really feel like there's really much that we can do about it i, I mean see the thing about that is, is is this Mueller report was only about the russia connection it's not necessarily about those other things about like racism and stuff you know because i'm we, just saying like yeah. as a bigger picture like this is the thing that was supposed to like stop him this is the investigation into whether or not the president is a national security threat because he he owes things to a foreign country yeah which he does and yeah. the fact that this even if even though even if you know like there's some legal loopholes and he, they're unable to you know clearly point this out like like this president is a national security threat. Him and his family are a national security yes. threat. We're going to say in one more thing that Jared Kushner is literally WhatsApping with MBS mm -hmm. insecurely. MBS 
butchered a dick, butchered a journalist with a bone saw. So there's sort of these fundamental, like the leader of our country who is not being checked by any sort of mechanism is someone who allies with people who are fundamentally opposed to what, um, what, I thought yeah. America was about. Well, that's what I mean. And it's that's good. what's we, scary to me. But we now finally have a house that is checking him on those other things where that wasn't happening before. And they're not complying with their request for documents still. And, you know, they're going to have to start subpoenaing the White House to get this information about like Jared Kushner or what's happening. Right. But that's like that's what I mean when I say that there's like no mechanism, because what it's going to start to look like to the average person is the Democrats just trying to get Trump on something. Rather than being like, okay, he's just is, full of crime. Well, you know, the past few weeks and while, like, Nancy Pelosi has been saying, like, we, like, we're not going to talk about impeachment unless something crazy happens. It's not going to happen. I feel like she knew that this was not going to be this big thing, and so she, that's why she's been kind of downplaying it. I, I have think a great appreciation for Nancy Pelosi. Yeah. And I think that I know that we want like the party to become more progressive in its policies. But like, I think that following her lead of the strategy that Democrats need to take is a smart idea. Yeah, He's still so. like, you know, he's still committed tax fraud. He's still an undeniable yeah. co-conspirator in a Southern district, New York. Like he like inflated his assets and like, he like took a lot of money from Deutsche Bank and lied about the reason he was able to get that money. Right, like, but is he, but my, my point is he's gonna, it seems like he's going to be able to get away with those things because of this report, because it said no collusion. So now well, that's the only thing that matters. I don't think so. I think it's a great, like he, like I think a, the big problem of, of it was, is, you know, the media, and you know we're kind of, we were sensationalizing it. We were so excited about this idea, and so we would like you know there was a lot of like big, I big headlines coming out. And look, I I don't agree that it's just sensationalized. I think this president is a deep threat. I yeah. think he's compromised by a foreign country, by the money he owes them, by the things they know about him. I think you see the way that he cozies up to dictators, and he screws up our inter- our I mean, Western I'm, alliance. I'm and this is deeply scary. I and know. like the fact that there it like this came out, and that it's kind of like this, uh, like it's nothing, is but we really really so. scary for like the next two to six years and the world that we're going to inherit because again we only have 10 more years on climate change and if six of them are are basically like being being wasted by by an administration who's taking off the regulations who's doing nothing about it like we're literally wasting our world away well it's but the thing is is like it's this is about a specific thing. It doesn't like you know we, we know he's been lying about the Moscow tower and trying to get sanctions lifted off and this was not about the coordin- that's not about the coordination about trying to hack the election and that's what this was about and so we still need to see the full Mueller report anyways but it doesn't negate the fact that he's done all those other things and I think we are aware of it like you know he's still transphobic Islamophobic white supremacist sympathizer but who, like, like separates children puts them in cages and like maybe we just need to focus on what we can do about stopping that stuff from happening and let you know the Southern District of New York and the House Oversight Committee to really figure out all the crimes that he's committed and maybe focus on, you know, getting the people who are pro-climate change elected and, you know, helping those groups because he's still a fucked up person. Like, there's yeah. other things that we can that, do. I, I totally I'm not agree worried. with you, but I'm just saying, like, the PR of it from, like, for the average person, the average person sees no collusion and then they continue about their lives and they're not going to think about this until like November 1st, 2020. Like it's just, it, it's, it's deeply, deeply it's problematic. A, yeah. 
but you know this is how it ends up it but it's also it's like you like like it's written here joe scarborough said like it's 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 a good thing that the president did not coordinate with a foreign power yeah we agree it's a good thing that we he's not a traitor and it's like a little it makes like it's a little less scary but like as much as we like to say it's like a pr push plus like it's also you know the election is so far away everything changes so quickly right and i think this is like a blip in a, in a cycle of terrible fucking news that's been for trump for the past two years in a good news but also had we had all the roger stone paul manafort stuff not come out michael flynn papadopoulos it all came out when this Mueller report came out we would be like holy shit like look at this corrupt asshole he's still a corrupt asshole all those people he's close to lied you know, Michael Cohen, you know, they're all going what still to jail. What does Michael Cohen think? Michael Cohen must be so... If I were Michael Cohen, I would be deeply devastated I, I, at this. I think that, like, he knew that he didn't do... Like, I think, you know, like, I think he thought that they didn't. Because, like, there's that whole issue of him being like, did Michael Cohen go to Prague? He's like, I did not go to fucking Prague. Maybe he didn't go to Prague, but that doesn't make... That doesn't mean that this, that this entire election wasn't compromised and that this administration isn't compromised. No, of course not. Like... That, I think that they also could have been, you know, it's also that conspiracy is about like the idea that two people have come to an agreement to coordinate an effort. Maybe they were just so dumb they didn't know that they were coordinating with the Russians. Like I that, think that's you know, accurate. But that's another. It is just the way the the the, the summarization Bill Barr phrased. Right, but what I'm saying is like it's scary that in this country that we are going to inherit. Yeah. That. Donald Trump's not going to be around for that much longer. Like he's no. 70 years old. Like he has what? Two more decades left. Like max as a human. Like, so the fact is we're inheriting this world where something like a special counsel investigating a foreign country, trying to manipulate who our leader is. There's nothing has come of that. And that's scary. Like that is scary that this is the world we now are in and that there's not really some sort of self-correcting mechanism. No, I mean, there. the only it's it's not a quick self-correction. It's like a, it's like an overtime thing, you know, like there's going to be like the pendulum. You know, we got Barack Obama, we got Donald Trump. Right. And now maybe we'll get a Pete Buttigieg, you oh, know, I hope so. It's like it's just like it's all about trying to get center on access, you know. And also the funny thing is we've been hearing two years of how Mueller is bullshit. It's a witch hunt and don't listen to anything he says. And now it's like, <laughs> oh. Well, Where are the 13 <laughs> angry Democrats? So it's like, okay, well, okay, what is it? Maybe he, maybe they should all apologize to Robert Mueller. He should. He um, should apologize to Robert Mueller. I bet, yeah. I mean... James I want to see Co- the full part. James Comey, stop staring into the fucking distance yeah. and say something. John, um, John Favreau said something interesting, the host of Podsafe. He said something about, like, you know, imagine if, like, James Comey, like, like did not prosecute hillary clinton because of obama's elected or chosen attorney general i'm sure the republicans would just let that go you know what i mean like no they would not right so it's like also we just need to read the full freaking report not a four-page summary of can it can the sdny please just like indict uh jared kushner today <laughs> and don jr yeah like can you just do that today so that we break up all this depression yeah. that i'm experiencing and you know like we i guess we can't you know we have to rely upon ourselves to get this loon out of the office in 2020. Right. I guess if, if we want everyone to take away something, it's that like we need to get this get this country back in the sense that like there needs to be a country that holds its leaders accountable mm-hmm. that you don't re- we don't rely on a special counsel. We are the ones who have to make sure that that 
we get the America that we were promised, a yeah. fair America, mm-hmm. not bigoted, like where there's equality and access and opportunity for people. And that just because you're not rich and you're not white and you're not the cookie cutter of what, of what people, I don't know what conservatives want just because you're not that, that you are not in a lesser place in this country. Like they're kids in cages still. I know there are people who's there's people's still been separated from their parents and we may never be able to reunite them. (laughs) It's insane. Yeah. And I think that like, it's just, to me, like it's deeply depressing, but also motivating because yeah. I'm like, okay, well, I guess I can't rely on someone like Robert no. Mueller yeah. and these people who have these titles and and alleged power. Like, it really does just come down to like us and who we elect and the policies that we that we encourage and that mm-hmm. we vote for, and that's really, yeah. I mean, I guess it's like it's on us. Because I mean, it, it really is. You know, it's it's you know, I think we have to like let you know these like the house oversight committee and all these people like get trump's tax returns and make sure that he eventually faces the consequences of those actions whether it's when he's voted out of office or when he's in office when he if he wins re-election like but it's also it's like we need to make sure we hold on to the house in 2020 we want to flip the senate and elect a democratic president so we can fucking make sure the earth doesn't die not figuratively die no like literally, literally die like the planet is dying <laughs> literally and if we don't get him out asap and put in someone who's gonna try to do something about mm-hmm. it like i'm sorry also, but people you know, are dying from climate change as we like yes, now people are drowning will, in the midwest yeah it's not gonna get better and it's, it's we can't have an asshole tweeting about whenever it's cold in new york saying it's we need some global warming like jesus christ <laughs> i mean look the fact that mayor pete got elected in indiana which is mike pence's state yeah that's He's, okay maybe he is able to yeah. to overcome people's big like sort of natural bigotry yeah i don't know i have a hard time with it though okay let's know. move on to one more thing mm-hmm. um Jared Kushner is WhatsApping with MBS and using his personal email server to communicate and conduct foreign business. Does this <laughs> sound familiar to you? Yeah. Ivanka too. <laughs> Fuck that bitch. <laughs> Fuck Ivanka. Jared Kushner was like taking screenshots of his WhatsApp and like sending, and sending it to the wrong group chat. <laughs> Not literally, but like we're just but saying. like and the, the the cavalierness of it. Meanwhile, privilege. It's what happens when you grow up and you think that you're going to get everything and someone pays for you to go to Harvard and yeah. someone pays for your dad to go to the nicest jail in the country. And then. Yeah. <sighs> and then your brother does work with the same people. Yeah. At the same time. Yeah, exactly. I mean, Jared Kushner's look, brother, Josh Kushner, who happens to be married to Craig Kloss. It has business in Saudi Arabia and is on meetings while Jared's in meetings in Saudi Arabia at the same time. He owns a healthcare company. <laughs> it's okay. insane. Okay. Like, what do you think Jared and MBS are talking about? Like, like you have a famous father who commits crimes. I have a famous father who commits crimes. We could talk about it. Like, I feel you, bro. Like we could form a support group for, yeah. for all this shit. <laughs> like, it's like, I don't know. Your father-in-law's a little difficult. My father-in-law's a little difficult. It's about money. We both grew up really rich and got everything we wanted, but did that really help us in life? They want to get richer. What's the point? I don't know. Once you have everything. I even think about this with like the level of shit that I have. Like, yeah. I don't need anything. Yeah. Like, I'm good. I think and I'm not even like also, anywhere near as rich as they are. And also when we like look at like Jared Kushner and Ivanka's like security clearances, that whole ordeal too, on another note, 
before backtracking to before that, why are these people even fucking working in the White House? Why are why do they have government positions? They married into it. It is insane that like we have to even like talk about his whatsapping he should not even be there in the fucking first place yeah like okay now you're gonna go like save the middle east whatsapp the dictator in saudi arabia like Like, that's why this whole college scandal thing is insane too because these are the repercussions that we don't even know of what's happening like we have the fucking biggest idiot in the white house working with a fucking dictator to get more money who shouldn't even be in the white house because he was entitled because he was able to get bought into harvard it's yep. that's nuts. what i'm saying about this world that we're inheriting what it's looking like is we're inheriting a world where the rich and powerful impose any level they'll they'll, they'll do anything they'll impose any level of of bad conditions and things that fuck over the consumer and the average person just for personal enrichment when they're already enriched enough. If you think about it, tech companies, they design products to make us more addicted. The food companies, they design their foods to make us more addicted to their foods. Mm -hmm. The healthcare company, they raise the price. Yeah, literally, the Sackler family invented the opioid crisis knowingly. And then they blame the people who got addicted to their own products. Okay. Don't eat, like that. Like that's the world we're dealing with. Uh-huh. Healthcare, prescription drug prices—they make up the prices, yeah. and we're just the people who are going to suffer from it. Mm-hmm. And all that it is is that there's no one to. Stu- they're doing it for greed only. Yeah. They don't need it. They don't need any more money. They have enough houses. They have enough power. But in but what they're what they create is this world that fucks over the regular person. And the thing is that if we don't actually do something about it, whether it's by voting or activism or Mm-hmm. Getting involved and showing that this is not the world you want to be in, where just because you're not in the top 0.01% of of financial income, whatever it is, just because you're not that rich, that you don't deserve to have some sort of protection. Yeah. And that's why I like Elizabeth Warren's policies. <laughs> and that's why I like Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez <laughs> getting elected to Congress. Yeah. Um, yeah. I feel that she is, even though I think she kind of like is a little... She's t- there's some things she I love she's her. Flying too close to the I sun. love her. She's flying very close to the sun. But at least I finally feel like there's someone who who is representing my own interests. Yeah. Who isn't just looking out for their fucking selves for once. Yeah. I mean, it just like sounds so redundant to say, but it's so important to run to vote. It is. And if you feel like you not can run for office, vote, just run to, for office. Not just to vote, to pay attention. Yeah. To pay attention to what's going on and realizing that this is your life. This is your wallet. This yeah. is your future. If you're having kids, it's your kid's future. Yeah. So, if yeah. If you want your kids to have kids and be able to live and breathe air, you probably should pay attention. Yeah. Pay attention. Okay. And not get like the mumps because you have the anti-vaxxers. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> All right. Wow. This has okay. been the Betches Stop podcast. <laughs> so yeah, um, yeah. Keep an eye out for more shows. I guess we're, <laughs> we're still doing RuPaul's DragCon in May. Yeah, you can buy your tickets at you know Betches.co/slash/dragcon. Use the code. Use the code Betches to get ten percent off weekend tickets. Weekend tickets. <laughs> Sorry, I know we just took that you from know, like but one you know, level to the other. I, I, it's just it is okay. The thing that, that gives me comfort about this podcast, you know, that tickets being sold, or whatever. It's like you know we do have like-minded individuals out there, and we're all together in this, and we're reaching out. And we need to just make sure we... I tweeted this once, it. but we don't need any more fashion influencers and travel no. influencers. We need people who are influential in helping people to understand 
the various ways that the government and people at the top of various industries are just fucking you to death. Literally to yeah. death. We need activism You're going to die in a flood. Yeah. You're going to die from extreme heat or because you don't have insulin mm-hmm. because it costs $300 a month for someone with diabetes to get insulin. Yeah. Even if they have insurance. Yeah. No, it's true. We need more influencers that are act- activists. Yeah. Activism. Maybe influencers. we should do that. Yeah, we should like get pro we should do unboxing of like cool like activism. Unboxing stuff. of here's my phone that I'm gonna call AOC on. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right. Uh, I feel really just upset. Just feel upset a right now. I feel I feel, I feel a little a driven. Of- I like it's like similar to the feeling of after like, you know, the twenty sixteen election. I feel a little bit more of like a fire in my belly. But it is a little upsetting. But Deeply and after unsettled. like and Kavanaugh, like there's that like mourning period afterwards. Fuck Brett Kavanaugh. There's that mourning <laughs> period afterwards. Um, yeah. But there's not. But you know, I feel unresolved. Yeah, but you know, it's good. It's a, it's a good thing that Trump is not. You know what? Like Joe Scarborough said, and I think this was really rational and big picture. Mm-hmm. It is good because imagine if imagine like imagine if it came out and it was like. Trump <laughs> Trump actually was calling Putin every day and they were coordinating all their efforts. Like, like if would, Putin would take his calls, he would. Yeah, like it'd be really Putin's weird to busy. think of, it would be really like crazy to, to see what kind of world we'd be in after that. Like that's like when like coups and shit happen, you know? Yeah. Like, he's where, like, yup, you're right. You're right, we're I did it. Now what? Right, it's almost better that he's exonerated because now he's not as threatened because, like tiger yeah. in a corner type thing. And now we can just vote him out in a diplomatic way, in guys, a democratic way. Guys, please if you can play my rant for all your friends who yeah. don't give a shit who are yeah. like it's not my problem it is their problem when yeah. they get when they get slapped with their $400 a month for birth control p- bill maybe they'll decide it's their problem yeah all right until the end of democracy which happens so we need to change our slogan I'm Sammy Fishbein I'm Brian Russell Smith and this has been the Betches Sub Podcast good fucking bye Betches